Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are Dating Sex Advice Podcast, where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either roaming the, the barren wasteland of the internet, or we answer them right here. Wait, no, we do answer them. It's not an and or. Fuck. We get them either online or from our wonderful listeners. And we answer them here on the podcast every Monday. We have one live show coming up. When you're listening to this, if you listen to this on the day it comes out, it is this week on Thursday, April 20th at the Black Sheep Cocktail Bar in Liberty Village. Also known as 420. 420, blaze it. Smoke weed every day. It is a free show. We would love for you to be there. It's been a blast the past two shows that we've done. We might not do another one there. We would like to, and we probably will, but there's a chance that we won't. Essentially, we had a we had a three show agreement. This is the third show, so everything after that is a mystery. It's an adventure. It's an excitement, but it could be the excitement of you being let down. So, if you want to see us, this is maybe your last chance. So, if you do want to come and you're in the Toronto area, just make a reservation. It's very very simple. And if you want to do that, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com, click the live show, and we'll send you right there. That's it. It's that easy that easy now are you ready for some sex news yeah have you heard of bone smashing no other than the almost similarly named spell and pathfinder Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you think bone smashing is and which community do you think has adopted it as their their new practice um i mean bone smashing sounds like going after very thin people skinny (laughs) women Okay. I'm tr- I'm trying to think as toxic as possible. So like I'm thinking that <laughs> and you know like the the bros, the taters, the tater okay. tots. What would we would we draw a line between the tater tots and the incel community? Uh no, I think there's a pretty heavy overlap there. Okay. So you're basically right because it is an incel practice to go bone smashing. Uh bone smashing however is where you Take a large blunt object to your either oh. cheekbones or jawline under the probably not scientifically sound uh, idea that like trauma makes your bones grow. It stimulates bone growth when needed in the body. So to make your cheekbones and or jawline more prominent, they will get a little hammer and, and maybe maybe do harm to themselves. Idiots. Have you not horrifying. seen the thing you just put in your mouth and you chew on TikTok? It's horrifying. So please don't do that, guys. There are better ways. And also, it's like, like the thing you put in your mouth, the gummy thing you put in your mouth sure. and you chew it. But also, like, uh, no cheekbone or jawline is going to get you more results than just being chill and hitting yourself in the face with a hammer to try to get what someone is the epitome of not being chill. And by chill, I mean, like, a good nice person i believe there is some science behind it because like vibrations make your bones stronger that's why cats purr to make your bones stronger it's it's beneficial to their bones when cats purr 
That's great. It makes, it makes their bones strong. So every time you make your cat happy, every time we podcast, we're just making Oliver more powerful. He's literally underneath me right now, purring. I know that motherfucker. Yeah, like they're just, but like that's the same thing. Where it's like if you, for example, jump a lot, like if you're skipping or if you're whatever, like those repeated impacts make your body start to build bone density because it's like, oh, your bones are doing X, Y, and Z. We need them to be whatever. But like, doesn't mean I'm growing more bones, really. So what you're saying is we need to get out there, get on a trampoline, and just start banging the shit out of her face as well. Yeah. But please, guys, don't. Don't hurt yourselves. If you do it soft enough, maybe you'd be okay. No, Dane, don't even. You're not a fucking, (laughs) you're not a doctor. And if you were, you'd be saying no. I'm a bone smashologist, actually. (laughs) I got certified from Tate University. You know, I'm just going to tease it right now. I do have an Andrew Tate bad sex writing for for the I end mean, of the episode. I'm not surprised. And he posted I'm actually it. shocked that it's tasted or take this. Wow. I'm shocked tated, that it's uh, not. Tated, it tated this long? It's, it tated this long for it to happen. No, it's something he posted six days ago uh, after being released from prison. So uh, cool. Hey, ready for a question? Yeah. Uh, this is by Dramatic Jello. If someone's out of my league, I don't swipe. I know I'm not the best looking. I'm extremely average. Should I just keep doing this or should I swipe on whoever I think is cool, regardless of how they may look at me? Do guys who go to gyms actually want to date a girl who doesn't go to the gym? This is so difficult. I just had a guy message me, nah, over and over once, and it really killed my self-esteem. And honestly, I was out of his league, but it still really out me down. I assume put me down. That's it. That's the question. <laughs> nah. What a, Next what question. a piece of shit. Yeah, that's that's rough. And I don't like... I wouldn't equate that to everyone that is attractive no. to being like that. Cause I know but lots of attractive also, people who aren't like that. She says she was out of his league. Oh, honestly, I was out of his league. So it's like, that. it's not even like the trauma of, of someone so hot that like, she was like, well, shit, Henry Cavill just keeps saying, nah, so I can never date anyone hot. Um, so we've talked about this before and I'm like, Go to therapy, first and foremost. You need Mm. it. You have some pretty serious self-esteem issues uh, that aren't going to get better by using online dating platforms. So if you want to continue to use online dating platforms, then uh, please consider speaking to a therapist about your self-image issues. Uh, Second, online dating platforms should be used as a supplement to dating and not your soul. And I look... I'm saying this a bit hypocritical because I, the majority of any dating that I do is off of online dating because I don't have a whole lot of time. My, my free time and the, the time or the places that I spend a lot of time in, I don't want to date like work or uh, a bar that I frequent yeah, is kind of like, like a safe space. But I assume our listeners don't have multiple podcasts. They have to edit constantly. So they have more time. Right. And even if you don't, I, if, if an opportunity arose, I would I would happily pursue it if I'm at a bar or if I'm out or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've got numbers while I'm at work. I'm cool with that. I just want to date people that I work with. Mm-hmm. So you should really be using online dating as sort of a like a like passive situation where it's like you go on when you have a couple of minutes to spare, probably while you're pooping and you mm-hmm. do a couple of swipes and then you forget about it. Because online dating stops being useful when you obsess about it because then you get weird and people pick up on that energy. Mm -hmm. And case in point, you're getting weird about it. Well, yeah. Uh, Is it because of online dating? Maybe not because it is about this person who is shit to you. And the thing is, look, 
don't let them win. If you've taken this to heart to the point where you're so worried that people you deem out of your league, which let's be fair, doesn't exist. There are no leagues. Then you've let them win. And that would kill me to know. Don't let them win. Do yourself a solid. If you think someone's hot, go for it. As to your gym question, it's like not everybody wants to date someone who's exactly like themselves. It's not like once you join a gym, it's like, well, shit, I have to see your gym card before we can officially even meet up. I don't know. I wonder if that's just her way of saying is someone who is fit interested in dating someone who is not fit. You know what I mean? Mm, and not yeah, necessarily but, like about the status. No, of their I know. Gym. I know. But but that's the, the same point kind of stands. It's like if you're drastically unfit and that's something you want to change, that's a different question. If it is just like, oh, does everybody want to date someone the exact same fitness level as themselves? No. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people, if they're active, it might not work if you're not active, but that's the same as anything. If someone's really outgoing and you're not outgoing, that might not work. Or it might be perfect, you know? So I don't think that's something you need to be concerned about. If you're happy with whatever you're doing gym-wise or not, then fuck it. You know what I mean? Leave that for somebody else to decide, firstly. But secondly, like, think that you need to be part of imaginary clubs before you've even gotten there. Because everyone's different. I've always operated under the mantra of, like, shoot your shot. Especially yes. on, on a platform that your shot consists of a, a gesture one way or the other. Right? For sure. Like, you're not putting yourself out at all to say yes to people on on social or like dating apps. You're not doing anything. Like yeah. if they match with you, great. They've also said yes to you. If they don't match with you, you'll never know. Well, I guess you'll yeah. know because you don't match with them. But yeah, it doesn't but like, matter. The amount of people we don't match with on a daily basis, that's a drop in the bucket. Who fucking cares? So don't self-reject. Don't put these weird barriers like, oh, they're a gym person. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, they're doing a PhD. Oh, I'm too dumb. Like, that's for them to fucking decide. You have no idea what they're into. And just have the confidence that you're cool. Yeah. And hopefully you are cool. I'm sure you are. You know, don't let fucking assholes online get you down. Obviously, easier said than done. But look, here's two nice people online telling you you're great. Where? Me and you. Oh. Well, one nice person and a Dane. <laughs> Sorry, I've just really, I've just been slamming my face with a hammer for the past 11 That's minutes. Fair. That's fair. He, no, it said bone smashing, not brain smashing. That's that's where I want the bone. I want to get real oh, big. Bony uh, brain. What's that movie, that animated movie? we got the big head. Megamind. Uh, mastermind. Megamind. Megamind. Mastermind. Bone mind. Bone mind. Uh, <laughs> we need to move on. So yeah, don't self-reject. What's the harm? Yeah, it, it costs you nothing. And the amount of times that people match with me and I'm just like, wow, really? You? Okay. <laughs> All right. For sure. Like if I held to leagues, which again, don't fucking exist. Like I, I would miss half my fucking dating thing. Unless you're a okay. Pokemon trainer, in which case leagues do exist and you need to make sure you have the right badges. Yeah. If you rock up with the wrong badges, like you're fucked. Oh shit. You get they never beat. specified it was people. It Ooh. could be Pokemon. League That's why I was saying nah. Ah, oh, yeah. You went up and it was just. It was literally just like, do you have the right things? Nah, nah. These are my badges. Nah. I'm trying to, I don't know enough of the old or the new Pokemons. I'm sure there is a Pokemon that starts with a nah, nah fairy, nah mander. Nah mander. <laughs> That's the dead version, the ghost version of Charmander. Uh, yeah, you're good. You got this. Hit me, Dan. This is independent escape. I queefed while changing positions with my friends with benefit. I'm so Hell embarrassed, yeah. especially by the way he reacted. We was having sex in doggy style, and all of a sudden, he wanted to lay me down. Fuck me like that. So as soon as I was going to change position, I queefed. He wanted to laugh, and I also did too. Then he asked, 
said, your pussy just make a fart? And I said, yes. Well, it was a queef. I thought he didn't care until he said, you know what? Let's just do something else. I'm too tired. I'm going to take a, I'm going to go get a drink. I was shook. Why? Because I never had an issue with other partners about this. I did queefed with a few sex partners in the past, but they would never react like this. They would just smile at me, told me they didn't care and continue. Is it possible this man somehow doesn't know what a queef is? Um, considering he looked at her and said, hey, did your vagina just fart? <laughs> you know what? I'm- I think like one of the most prominent things on like those Reddit, like, why do men need to know about women that they don't know? Or like, women, what's the secret men wouldn't understand? And it's all about how like sometimes you fart, the fart like creeps forward and goes up your vagina. Um, maybe he's read a bunch of those. And now he honestly thinks you just like store a bunch of farts yeah. in there. And he was just horrified. Like, do you think that feels good? I bet it feels invasive and like, oh no. Yeah. I can't imagine it feels good. Maybe a little tickly. That's, yeah. I feel like it's probably like a sensation that you really probably can't replicate. And I think there's an allure to that. Now, what I want to know is can you queef into your own butthole? Oh, can you do it backwards? Can you do exactly. the old reverse Uno? Exactly. Ladies. <laughs> fuck this entire podcast i don't care about anything anymore i need to know can you queef it to your butthole this is nothing but queef theory from now on uh lincoln park's lesser known album um <laughs> i loved when they remixed it with jay-z <laughs> queef queef is he jq <laughs> <laughs> yeah like look if your man can't handle a queef he can't handle you let's get that button a t-shirt if he can't handle you at your queefiest he, he doesn't, doesn't deserve, deserve you, you. That you're farting out your pussiest. <laughs> I don't know. It, it literally seems like he doesn't know. Got freaked out. Or maybe he was tired. <laughs> maybe he was like, you know what? All this time we took to talk about this queef made me realize I am actually quite tired. I'm feeling the same way as your vagina right now. Gassed. Way pooped. <laughs> uh, now I do, do want to specify right here that queefing is not gas. It is not a fart. It no, is literally just... Air that has been pushed inside you, usually through the thrusting of a penis. Yep. So it's his fault. He did it. He did it. I think next time you just say, you did that. Yeah. Next time it's your fault. This was you. Someone, uh, someone in the comments said, next time tell him to, or tell him to fill you with dick instead of air. (laughs) Oh, which is a little penis shamey, which it is penis shamey. It's kind of funny, but it's also like you can get some air in there when you're filming with dick. So, oh, for sure. I mean, this person doesn't know about queefs either. So, look, the sad thing is a lot of men have very little idea of what goes on with a woman's anatomy. The ex of one of my partners at one point had said, obviously not going to specify the partner or their ex. Let's keep it vague. Who knows? Maybe they're a fan. He had turned to them at some point and said, like, I don't understand women and periods. Like, why don't you just hold it instead of just letting it go all the time? Because he thought they could just hold it in like like a piss and chose not to so he thought women were just kind of lazy or dumb because he thought he'd figured it out he was just like you just hold it in why do you just do it i don't want to circle back to my comments of the last episode but how do we know they aren't that's the thing man they'd never fucking tell you would they much they like tell us. hot air that they store in their vagina <laughs> they keep their secrets well kept we'll never know We'll never no, but for real, guys, come on. We've we've got some work to do. Um, and that work includes understanding queefs and periods. I mean, there are people who I bet are our age who still have the question of being like, How do you pee with a tampon in? 
fair. Right. So I think I think the the whole no, but for real, like there's so many fucking idiots out there. You got to fix it. You got to If fix I it. said that, if you are over the age of 16, yeah. And I just and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when I just said that, please take a second and just look at a diagram of a vulva yeah. and it's not hard. It'll take you like a, a second. You'll be like, no, oh, you'll cool. figure it out. I promise. Yeah. All of this is not hard, which is why it's bad. You know, if you had to like do this intensive fucking course where you're like at the end of it, you're like, fuck, I've grayed. You know, my hair's gone gray. I've got some wrinkles. It's been a, a quest. I'm at the top of a mountain reading an ancient scroll. And now I kind of get it. Sure. I would have a little bit more sympathy for you not understanding it. But like the basic shit, it's you need to have it anyway. Back to the question. Sorry, we are an education podcast. So there's the urethra and the vaginal opening are two very different things. You can still pee while you have a tampon inside you. You just fucking. If we do the work for them, Dane. That's literally what our podcast is. <laughs> no, we're we're you know helping. We're like the the leg brace. We're the splint on your broken shin. But you still got to go to the doctor by your damn. We're the doctor too, aren't we? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh look. And hey, you just told me I wasn't a doctor, so now I'm going to go keep hitting myself in the face with a hammer. I said we are, because a doctor and a not doctor combined. No. Math. Uh, maybe maybe like, hey, why were you weird the other day? Maybe specify, but like, hey, you know it's just trapped air, right? Or just don't yeah. date this guy, because or fuck him, because if he can't handle a queef, what else can he not handle? A fart? God forbid you actually fart. Or like, you know, your period starts during sex, or... Yeah. You know, like anything where like sex is messy, sex can be gross. And if if you're not ready to like, em, like enjoy the, the, the grossness of sex, you, I don't think you're ready to enjoy the, like all the lovely things about sex either. Mm-hmm. Also, I think you should be well equipped to like handle what could be an embarrassing situation for your partner with grace. Like by all means laugh, sure. but like laugh in a laughing with them like, hey, this is funny. Let's move on. And I think a very good way to to laugh in a good way and a supportive way is to then move on supportively and sex of sexively sexually. So being like, yeah, let's call it. That's not good. That's embarrassing and shameful and a little confusing. Whereas like if you went and then took her to pound town immediately after no one's like, oh, I think he was weirded out by that or, oh, I feel embarrassed. It's like, hey, that was great. Cool. And then you're stronger for having gone through what could be potentially embarrassing uh, and being chill. I think the best way to handle it, here's what I would have done. Queef right she back. queefs. I would have gone <laughs> and then blown it away. <laughs> Inhaled, a big inhale, <laughs> and then blown it over my shoulder. Is this what happened? Like you were trying to do that and that's when you famously sneezed in the vagina? No, that was just allergies. That's fair. Maybe you're allergic to queefs. Maybe. Uh, yeah, just like be chill. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure what else I could say here. It's like if if you're a guy listening, learn the basic shit. If you're upset by a queef, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's it. It like it makes me sad because like it's oh he wanted to laugh. Well, fucking laugh. It's funny. Great, Why yes. I, hey, look, queefs are hilarious. That there's nothing wrong with that. Have a little giggle. That's it. Even repeated queefs aren't that funny. Just the one, especially if it's just like random. You can go, haha. That's yeah. it. Then move on. Imagine if our dick let out like a little sigh. Oh, we'd be <laughs> all about that. <laughs> Stay. We would love it. We would love it. You okay, little buddy? <laughs> yeah. And we what would we call it? A a a, a pleaf. A pleaf. Ooh. A pig. A puff. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think we've answered this. I think we answered more than it. Whoa. Okay. Let's let's do this. Let's do this because 
It's a whole thing. This is by Gomba Juice. Male 30, dating female 30. I want to be able to share my phone code with my new girlfriend for total trust, but I've been single for a very long time. Delete all old numbers, pictures, texts, or leave as is. I've been single for most of a decade, so there's hundreds of Instagram DMs, contacts, sex, nudes, pics, rando phone numbers that were never saved. I haven't shared a passcode since iPhone 5. We have been friends of friends for a while, so through the grapevine, I have a feeling she is familiar with my dating lifestyle, so it should not be a shock. She has no clue I'm even thinking this, nor has she talked about wanting to see anything in my phone. But it makes me feel better being able to let her into my phone since I have nothing to hide since we started dating, and I feel it adds a level of intimacy and trust. She already gave me her code to help her find something while driving, and I don't care to go through it, but knowing that she can go through mine makes me happy. I'm so excited to be actually committing myself to someone, and her especially. Is it better to let her see all my NSFW shenanigans from the last 10 years if she happens to stumble upon it? Or is it better to make it look like a blank slate so there's nothing for her to be worried about? If I keep it, do I tell her that if she ever sees old stuff that she's been warned, and we can talk about it if she wants? Luckily, I have auto-delete after one year for texts. I never really saved nudes, so there probably aren't too many. But my phone contacts are 97% women. You can clearly see we're from online dating. And my camera roll is filled with pointless screenshots of old texts with randos slash Tinder profiles. Nudes of mine, probably a few nudes of others. Just random stuff proving I've been a fuckboy. Is there a good mix of all this I should consider? Um, I think you're overthinking it, my dude. I think if there is, if you haven't saved every nude you've ever received in a folder somewhere on your phone labeled, you know, fuck pics and like 2020, 2021, 2022, like as long as it doesn't look like you've curated all of your nudes and all of this shit, I think that would look sketchy and gross. But if if you give your phone password, I think it's kind of cute that you're like, it makes me happy to be like. I trust you, and I want you to trust me. And I, I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> not really. Like, I, I think it's a little cute to be like, you know, it, it makes me happy because he's also not saying like, here, go through my phone. Mm, but it's it's like it almost feels like he expects her to, and it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's weird. There's like he's putting so much weight on it. I think it would be one thing if it was like, oh, you know, I I I shared my password with my partner, like blah blah blah, for you know, like she said. We were driving and I passed the phone over, blah, blah, you know, something like that. And now I'm worried because I have all these things. What do I do? Sure. But the fact is like, I want to do it. Can't wait to give her my passcode. But I'm also going to fucking be really weird about the process. Yeah, I, that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't have a problem with him wanting to share his code. That's whatever. That, I, like, again, I think it's kind of cute. But I mm. think you just leave it as is. Again, you've said, that, like, you know, you don't save nudes. Your messages are your messages. As long as you weren't texting people while you were exclusive. Yeah. Right? Like, if there's nothing in there, and like, look, if, if there is something in there, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And you've, you deserve to be caught and or broken up with. Anyway, she shouldn't trust you. But mm-hmm. like, if I, right now, if I got into a committed relationship and someone went through my phone and saw a couple months ago, I sent some spicy text to someone and got upset about that. That's their problem, not mine. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. It's like, if you have a good partner, this isn't an issue. If you have a bad partner, good that you find out. I'm sure as fuck not going to go through my Instagram messages and delete all the ones that might have salacious content. I I also... I don't have time for that. I literally, and I don't even mean like I'm busy. I mean, I would have to dedicate, like, I don't understand how far back I would have to go if I was like to worry about this after getting into a relationship, you know? Because 
there's so many texts. And it's like what one person finds offensive isn't what another person finds offensive. Also, I will say, what's more suspicious? You get on someone's phone, it's just like empty. <laughs> like, yeah, the only two contacts in it are mom and dad. Well, that's the thing. It's like, oh, 97% women. It's like, okay, so yeah, you've just got like three fucking numbers now. To be fair, my my phone is probably also predominantly. I don't really text anyone anymore. I have like your number. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. There's two of our friends, like uh, two of our best friends that I don't have their phone numbers. <laughs> yeah, who fucking uses phones anymore for texting? Right, like it's all it's all mess like Facebook yeah. Messenger and shit. Yeah, look, you're overthinking it. I do think it's weird that you're so so into it. I don't know. That's just a me thing. I think it's fucking strange. Calm the fuck down. My concern for it is I feel like you're peeking behind the curtain about how you expect other people's sexual past to be, right? Like you're worried that she's going to see what you were up to and would freak out. And I feel like that might be indicative of if you saw something in her past, like if you went through her phone and saw that she has a couple of thirsty DMs on Instagram, you would be unhappy. Maybe. I will also say her giving you her fucking code while you're driving and d- that don't go through her fucking phone. That's not carte blanche. Just go through it. It's like, well, I think he clearly said, like, I think he specifically says that he has no intention to doing that. Right. Yeah. But like judging by how much like he's worried that she will delve through whatever and like him being like, oh, it's already the step we've kind of crossed. I think there's a big difference between like, oh, hey, type in this code and can you do this thing for me? And being like, hey, I can now use this code to get into your phone whenever I want. For sure. You know, I think like. Just don't, you know what I mean? And I know he said it, but he's also very weird about it. So I don't really trust him. So just yeah. take a breath, calm down. Don't fuck with your shit. Because the only way this looks weird, unless you have something to hide or unless your partner has issues, is by deleting everything and then your phone's this blank slate and that looks suspicious as fuck. Mm-hmm. So you're good. Take a breath. Enjoy your relationship for what it is and stop getting hung up on this weird phone code thing. Or you're freaking me out. Do a hard check. About what you might be concerned people would find. Mm. Or send a message in every one of these threads just being like, hey, Kelsey, look above. I didn't do anything wrong. So that when Kelsey gets there, you've got your own little like phone guide. Or on the same idea, text everyone you've ever flirted with from the time you got this phone to now and say, hi, I've decided to enter into a monogamous committed relationship. Just send that to everyone. And then in brackets say, see, Kelsey. And then everyone knows, like anyone who looks at your phone, be like, oh, sure. They might have had a spicy text past, but nothing's going to happen now. He just told them. This does actually sound, I know you're joking, but it does sound a little bit too reasonable. (laughs) And I know that the person that you met 12 years ago in a bar (laughs) is going to look at that and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Damn it. They've been saving for 12 years. To make I got a way. text before I started dating my, my previous partner. They like, I got a text out of nowhere and it was like, uh, my, I've changed phones several times. since I, I had known this person and they were like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I think you have the wrong number. Hmm. Um, and they were like, no, this is Dane. Right. I was like, yes. Sorry. I don't have your number. Who is this? And they told me, I was like, I haven't heard from you in like six years and you did ghost me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what? Why? <laughs> Where'd you come from? I never, I never that's, pursued that's it. So I don't story. have, I don't, that's yeah, true. I don't have anything else for it. Cause I was just like, no, nah, I'm not letting you back into this 
this kick-ass life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had people like I had someone from like seven years prior at the time, which had been a one night stand. And then like we tried to meet up and it never really worked. It was whatever, like messed me out of the blue out of ages later and be like, oh, let's meet up. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And I was kind of like, oh, well, I'm out with my girlfriend right now. You know, like just given the hints and they were like, yeah, I'm not just hitting on you. I'm like, you obviously are. It's like. We're not just going to be like, hey, we haven't talked in seven years. We don't know each other. Our only connection is that we fucked one night. We're best friends. Best friends. You know? Damon, is this your way of letting me know that you're replacing me on the show? It's true. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, but who knows? In eight years, maybe we can reconnect. (laughs) (laughs) This is percentage last. Why did he feel so much bigger? Normally, me and my boyfriend have sex on our bed. Like most humans do, I assume. It's very squishy, as we have a memory foam mattress. But yesterday, I was downstairs working out where the floors are wood, but we have workout mats covering it. Anyway, my boyfriend came down, and one thing led to another, and we started having sex. Every single position, from missionary to doggy, was so intense, I had to cover my mouth to physically stop from screaming, like he genuinely felt so much bigger, and hit spots I can't even comprehend. It almost hurt. Is it because of the angles were different? Being more stable on the ground? I just don't understand. Hmm. I thought they were going to have a different position, but if it's all of them, yeah, it's like if something has a little sink into it, he's losing traction, you're losing traction. You know, it's like the difference of fucking someone and then holding them really hard by the hips and fucking them. I mean, just do the the simple test of like put something on the bed and push down on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to keep going down. Yeah. So that I think that's the science of it. Is yeah. that also yes. they said they did a workout, right? Yeah. Maybe they were like stiff or loose or like, you know, I don't know what they were working out, but maybe there's that. And also maybe it's just the unexpectedness and the like hotness. Like if you guys haven't shaken it up in a while, which one you should, but two, hell yeah, it's probably all combined. Yeah. I think it's a, like a perfect storm of situations where Niles correct. When you work out the amount of like chemical reactions that are happening in your body and like Mm -hmm. hormones that your body is releasing, all of those things are pumping through you. So Mm -hmm. that's going to probably affect how things feel, especially when you start having sex and the same and a different combination of hormones are now pumping through you Mm -hmm. Um, because like sex and working out, sex and physical activity are very similar in terms of like the chemical reactions in your brain. But there are some differences. So I I imagine it would only heighten here first. Dane does a jizz at the gym. There's a very good workout video where Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about how coming is or working out is like coming. And he just says the word coming like 50 times. He must have the best workouts. Maybe that's why he's so jacked. He's fucking swole as hell. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But like I would also be that swole if every time I worked out felt like coming. Right. But no workout sex. So good. But then as as now said, like the surprise of it, there's something really, really nice about sex when you're not expecting it. It's hotter with consent, with consent, of course. So like the idea of like you just working out and then all of a sudden he comes down and you just you're fucking it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that like you guys clearly aren't that adventurous if all you do is fuck on your bed. So I could understand why this would be very exciting for you. So I think it's it's a combination of all those things. I think there's a lot of adventure that can happen in a bed. Yes. Did I say that? Yes. Did I say that there couldn't be? No, I said if all you do is fuck in a bed, you're not that adventurous. Does that mean you can't have adventure in a bed? No. I'd say that there are people who could be a very adventurous couple and only fuck in a bed. Sure, in other ways, but you're still not being adventurous in one very specific way. That's quite easy. I guess. And also, if you were adventurous, I don't see why you wouldn't. I just don't want to... You're just being weird. I just don't want to shame anyone who only has sex in a bed. But, like, it's good shaming. 
they'll take it to the couch this week and have a lot of fun. Great. Maybe they don't want to. Then they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, I, I, you're, you're really going to make the argument that people should just only have sex in bed. I'm saying that only having sex in one location doesn't like remove you from the adventurous category. Because you here's only the thing. Fucking bed? Here's, Is this what you're no, 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 I'm not saying that at all. But here's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Who's more adventurous? Who's more adventurous? Someone who's had sex on a kitchen table and a couch and on the floor and in a bed. Or someone who has done bondage and uh, role play and consensual non-consent. And, you know, I mean, like, has in- indulged in a, a numerous variety of yeah, endless Yeah, again, kinks. I didn't say you couldn't be adventurous in bed. Yes, I'm just I'm saying. saying I, only, no, you're, I just you don't, know I'm right. I, I don't want to preclude people who... Look, like guys, to- if, if you only have sex in bed, you know I'm gently ribbing you. But also, shake it up. Why not? Maybe they made a contract with the devil. No, there you go. That's pretty fucking adventurous. You're right. I take it all back. When? I did it, boys. The old devil approach. <laughs> um, Where were we? I mean, I think we pretty much like covered it. I don't think there's yeah. a whole lot to talk about this. It's like you, you found the perfect storm of mm-hmm. chemical compositions in your brain and... What, what if he just got bigger? What if he what, did? While you're working out, he's doing some bone smashing on his bone. What if she got smaller? Maybe you're shrinking. <laughs> Maybe you're fucking shrinking. What's this? <laughs> what are you doing? What workout? Is your workout you get in like one of those uh, like car compactors and you like try to hold it up as it tries to smoosh <laughs> you because like that's intense. One, good job. Two, very adventurous. Three, maybe don't smoosh yourself with a car compactor. Unless... It did feel really good. I, you said it almost hurt. As, so as long as you keep smooshing yourself to the point where it doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. keep smooshing. But for real, like the good thing about this is one, nothing, nothing bad happened. So great. Yay's all around. Tell him. I uh, maybe don't. I don't know. Just tell him it was incredible. Maybe don't say you felt bigger because and it yes. was good because I don't know. We've um, talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> just being but, like the word bigger always implies yeah, that you are risky. smaller. Mm hmm. Do, however, bring them upstairs and be like, no, you feel smaller. Your dick feels small. No, don't. Don't do that. You get to be a scientist now, and you get to go replicate this. And if it's great, amazing. And if not, then this is another question because it's a mystery. I would love to know. This is a real science-heavy episode, I feel like. I would love to know if there is. Like, I don't know much about Kegels, but I'd love to know if there are exercises that you do in a normal workout that do affect, like, vaginal tightness. I don't know. It even could be like looseness. Like if, if he's hitting spots, like, you know, maybe she was doing some yoga and she's just like a little bit more loosey goosey. I don't know. And get further in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe, like maybe that's it. Maybe your hips were just opened up and he was able yeah. to like your hips were be able to go back a little further. Your legs go back a little further. And mm-hmm. he was just to be able to thrust a little deeper. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe you were like leaning back a little further or like, you know, whatever in doggy. Or maybe it's just like. He can't really get a good position on the bed if it's sinking down so low as well, you know? Do yourselves a favors. Don't buy into this memory foam shit. Get yourself a nice firm mattress. You can get a firm mattress that is comfortable. Squishy mattresses are bad for you. As by lock on, is there 007? Am I really supposed to wipe all pictures of my exes off social media? Had an interesting date today. Vibes are off. Won't be a second one. One particular thing she said caught my attention. She mentioned going through my Instagram and noticing I had pictures of my exes on it, and it was a red flag. I was kind of taken aback by that because I do take the time to remove couple pictures off my social when things don't work out. So that's what she meant. We pulled up my profile. She pulled up a group pic of me, my ex, my best friend, and his wife at their wedding day. 
So I was like, uh, that's not a picture of my ex. That's a picture of me, the best man, celebrating my best mate's wedding, and my ex just happens to be in it. It's a good memory. She's clearly not the main focus. And then she pulled up another picture. Same thing. Not a couple picture. It's me, my ex, and like three other people in front of the giant bean in Chicago from a trip. I mean, I was with the girl for two years. She was integrated with my friend group. Of course, she's going to show up in my timeline as an NPC. So I responded, <laughs> I don't know. They're nice, important memories to me, so I kept them. And she said, that's odd, but whatever. Kind of checked out of the date from there. Do people really expect people to delete all traces of previous relationships off social media? This is insane. Yeah. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like, I'm pretty sure uh, like, let me open up my, my old Instagram photo here real quick. No. Okay. Never mind. It, it's, it's a, a ways down. Thankfully to conventions filling up most of my most recent timeline, but like, it's not long until you scroll down and see pictures of me and my ex. And I'm not just going to erase that part of my life. And if someone is upset with the fact that I have a very sort of peaceful resolution with a relationship that I had for a very long time, then that's their fault. And like that just shows me that like you aren't mature enough to deal with the fact that I've had a life before you. Yeah, it would be a different story if it was like, hey, my Instagram is only pictures of them. Sure. And me and them. And Oh, you want a picture of us to go on there? No, but that would upset my ex shrine. I mean, my like, yeah, sure. There are ways this could be weird, but like what's weirder is social media stalking someone, especially on a fucking first date, by the way, not that it gets better after date four or whatever, but like, no, fuck this. You shouldn't have to cater your Instagram or your whatever. It's your past. I think that's cool to have if you want to look back on or to store them or whatever. Like, I've never deleted a picture of me and my ex off anything. No, like the closest thing I think I've ever done would be like change a profile pic because it doesn't make any sense to to have a pic of us together anymore. Like, that's the extent you should go to. Yeah, that's fully it. That's it. There you go. I do want to add you as well being like if the relationship was bad and you want to prune that person from your timeline because you don't want to see pictures of them anymore because it is traumatic. That's fine. Do oh, it, sure. Right? Like, if you need to hey, do it even, therapeutically, sure. But don't do it for the sake of another person. Even if you didn't have a great, or you had a wonderful relationship, you just don't want the one you're, whatever. That's fine. You can take whatever the fuck you want off your own timeline. Yeah. Just don't do it for somebody else. Yeah. Or feel that you have to do it. Yeah. I think if someone came at me with that energy, I would call them out on it, I think. I don't think I would, I would be like, okay, whatever. I think I'd be like, why are you upset with the fact that I do have, like, I I have a past? Yeah. It's like, should I, like, should I just erase chunks of my, like, what should I, because also, are we going to then be like, well, I don't work at a job anymore. Do I Mm -hmm. erase all of the photos of everyone I used to work with? Wait, your ex got you that PlayStation? Throw it out. Toss it. You wore that, you wore that shirt with your ex? Burn. Burn it. Like, it's ridiculous. Also, those are the kind of people that it's like you won't be able to be like, oh, like last time when I was in Switzerland and blah, blah. And they'll be like, wait, weren't you in Switzerland with your ex? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit. I didn't realize I now have to pretend I didn't do half the things I did for fear that you get fucking upset that like, fuck that. You should be able to talk about your ex or your history or your past that was tangentially fucking related to your ex without being like stabbed. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode, friends. Uh, But before we go, we're going to hop on to online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Check the profile, see what works, see what doesn't work, and effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. I'll start you off with Edie. She's 18. 
She's 5'11", and she says, I'll slap you if you make me mad. You men are fragile. Everyone's fragile when you slap them. Don't do it. Yeah, don't. No. This is like, is it better than when a man says it? Slightly. But that's still not great. Yeah, anyone who threatens me with physical harm is going to get a zero from me. Yes. And it's just like, I don't understand what you're doing here. Stop. Zero. Fuck, we're fragile. (laughs) She was right. Uh, This profile is something special to me. And I would love to know how you feel about it. This is Olina. Looking for someone who's going to love my butt as I do. I'm refugee, but very good looking, so you'll never guess. Oh, no. I don't have a great career here and money as well, so probably I'm not that good of a partner for mortgage and stuff. But I can buy you an ice cream, baby boy. Hmm. I, I, uh, it upsets me that she's like insinuating that refugees are ugly. Yeah. That's, that's not great. Also, it's like, I guess you could love your butt like I do, but... I'm probably going to be a bit more into it, literally and figuratively. See, that the refugee thing is, like, I'm all here. I will worship your butt. I'm happy to yeah. do it. You got a good butt? I'm going to I'm gonna pay my respects mm-hmm. to that butt. Although, wait, also, hold on. I think, I think you only do that to dead things. <laughs> you could respect it, but paying your respects, yeah, it's dead. She got that butt? I hope not. Corpse butt, the new Tim Burton movie. So... Yeah, that's sad. I do I do like the I'll buy you an ice cream kind of thing. I'll, and I like that she's like, hey, I don't really have a great job right now, blah, blah, blah. But it does almost seem like she's saying, I'll buy you an ice cream, you buy me a mortgage. See, I don't, that's where I, I also got lost in the sauce a little bit. Because I'm like, I like the idea of her being like, I'm not here for a sugar daddy situation. Because I don't have a lot of money, but mm-hmm. the money I do have, I'm going to buy you an ice cream. Yeah, I like that. If that's the sentiment, I really like it. If it's what you just said along the side mm-hmm. of being like, I'll buy you ice cream. You have to take care of all my other expenses. I don't like that. Yeah. So I'll give okay. it a tentative six. I do not like that she is, you know, ragging on on the refugees. But I guess as like being one themselves, it's not exactly that's, as, you know. So that's maybe where it's I'm like, at too. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's something they've had to deal with and they've just internalized. I don't know. But like. You're good. There's there's nothing. Refugees are not any more or less attractive than anybody else. Um, you make, I, I feel like they've probably had like she's probably been like, oh, yeah, I'm a refugee from someplace. And some dude has probably been like, oh, you don't look like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I, I, that does not surprise me. That would not oh, no, seem for sure. unrealistic. Much like the girl who got nah message to her a million times. Maybe she just gets you don't look like a refugee, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's it's i'll give it a six i'll give it a six. yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a six too and i think the, it, if if it's good then i'm gonna give it an eight like if all the things if we said if all the 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 markers that we talked about are actually the good versions of them it's an eight mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's all it's quite cute mostly i'm just not 100 percent sure uh this is lane they're 30 and they say yes i'm a midget sorry if i can't reach your standards <laughs> this is again these are i like this profile if this isn't someone being me like if this is actually a little person oh it is who who is uh, but i mean like it could very easily be someone making a fit you know what i mean like i I guess yeah and they actually are verified so okay great then i like i assume unless it's a a deep I, i think it's very funny and we've talked about before like people bringing up things about themselves in really like disparaging ways that sucks mm. this is the complete opposite it's hilarious it's great it's confident fuck yeah it's a yeah. nine 
Yep, I'm gonna give it a nine as well. This is Julia. It's a hinge prompt. Do you agree or disagree? Cyclists are annoying as fuck, lol. I already hit two of them, and none were my fault. Get off the road. So that's going to be a, a minus 10 for me. Well, that's just because you're an annoying cyclist. I am an annoying cyclist, but I also don't like people wishing violence on anyone. And I don't for one second believe that with that attitude, you haven't hit cyclists on purpose. The, it, it, just the, the weird brag of being like, I've caused bodily harm, potentially very mm. serious bodily harm to people. And I don't have any remorse for it. Also, Is, like, it's, it's clear that this isn't where it stops because she says already <laughs> that means there's more to come <laughs> yeah uh um, no this also why is that the only thing about you like your hatred of cyclists and your joy at hitting them there were other ones but it's that's just the one prompt oh sorry uh it's a zero it's a minus 10 yeah I'm, I'm gonna give it a zero because again if it was anything of being along the lines of like i've hurt certain people or i've hurt two people very badly and i don't feel bad about it that's that makes me very uncomfortable yeah. because if you're willing to potentially kill someone and have no remorse, regardless of whether it's their fault or not, like if I was driving a car and a cyclist ran a red in front of my car and I fucking smoked them, mm -hmm. sure, it's their fault, but I would feel fucking terrible. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't look at them and be like, how annoying. Like, how, God, get off the road. Annoying. You're so annoying. You're you're lying there. With your legs fucking snap backwards and like, ugh. I'm going to be late. So You're annoying. Road. Very Schlebethany vibes. Yeah. Guys, thank you for coming on this little journey with us. Thank you for those who are already signed up for our live show because we're almost sold out again, which is wonderful. If you are not one of the aforementioned people coming, please, we would love to meet you. We would love to see you. We would love to have you there. If you want to support us in other ways, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash FBuddies. We would love for you to join us there and support us, help us do what we do. Um, and, you know, maybe one day we can take a little bit of pressure off Dane so he won't be editing 24-7 and he can actually go and date in the wild. You want me out there? I, I want him out me. there. Yeah, thank you for listening. We we love you and we hope to see you at our live show. And thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvesties for their song, Paper Stars. Now, are you ready for Andrew Tate's uh, April 6th tweet? Sure. Preface this by saying Andrew Tate's a giant piece of shit. We all know this. I don't care how beautiful she is. She can be a 25 out of 10. I don't care how perfect her picture is. I don't even slow down as I scroll. In fact, seeing any of these females repulses me. Truly immune to thirst traps. It's all a psyop, a mind attack. I couldn't give less of a fuck. Man, that's a man who's definitely bone smashed. <laughs> I love like the new trend of like, it's like, it's gay to be straight. Yeah. You man. know, where people are like, oh, you like women like this? You're gay. And it's like someone who's like, generally someone who has like biceps, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, it's like him being like, I'm so manly. I don't even like women. It's like, hell yeah. Might be the only cool thing, even though I know you don't mean it that way. Yeah. What do you think he does stop scrolling for? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> we we can't talk about this. My it's name is Dane Miller. And I am Niall Spain. And we've been your fuck buddies. The only thing Andrew Tate stopped scrolling for. <laughs> no, do we want that? No, we don't.